And I was just back again, only three weeks from Saigon, and nothing was real. The moon over English elm trees wasn't real, and men walking on the moon was, in the language of those days, just far out, far out. But I was used to that feeling, coming back to normal places, home even. Used to that feeling by then. Could bargain with it, parlay with it, mollify it with whiskey. That previous year, though I could scarcely believe it, I turned fifty, fifty to his seventy, so we both had a big number to celebrate. A lean, stringy sort of fifty, adrenalized and tensed. So the confused, angry kids, denimed and beaded, I photographed in Lincoln Park, Chicago, as inside the convention hall they sang, Happy Days Are Here Again, didn't even think of me as another generation. They said, that's Harry Beach. He's been out there. Some of them actually wanted my autograph. And out there, I wasn't old. Hey, man, did you say fifty, like five-o? Because out there everyone was old. A gaunt, taut face in the mirror, which didn't look like any age. With eyes that I knew stared more and blinked less than they should and a neat white zip of a scar above my left jaw where a piece of flying something caught me in Stanleyville, my one negligible wound in the cause of. I didn't feel a thing, just the gush of blood in my mouth, and the thought, oh my God, I'm coughing this up. Then the discovery I could poke my tongue through my cheek. Or Vietnam. And, of course, the Apollo missions, which were the other side, the shiny side of the coin, the bright side of the moon. And maybe they weren't so different, just part of the same program, those moon men, mission-controlled men in their absurd outfits, and the marines I photographed out on patrol with their helmets and flak jackets and grenades and antennae. M-16s, M-60s, M-79s. Just walking hardware, too. Lunatic zones. The world back home. The spacesuits which didn't show if there was a real man inside. The body bags lined up for the choppers to come in. We watched them clamber out of the module. There was Armstrong's famous message to mankind, which didn't work because you knew it was rehearsed and the cameras were on him, cameras that didn't even have a human eye behind them. Then Nixon's voice crackling across space. The first rule of photography, that you must catch things unawares, that the camera doesn't manufacture. But that night...